0: This is the iTest Podcast. Cobes, play the music. This is the I You know we better than the rest. We keep it real. We never lie from the grid. I am too diamond talking. Let's jets and vets. It's the iTest. Test. Alrighty. Welcome back. The iTest Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Donovan. Today is Wednesday, October fifth of the year, 2022. This episode is season one, episode 20, the week five. As always, please follow me on Twitter at Dono Podcast. Share this with uh, some people. Give me, give me likes, follows, listens, reviews, five star reviews, all that good stuff. So. I'll keep this short and sweet today. I wanted to wrap this into yesterday's episode, which was, um, you know, the the, the post honeymoon phase NFL season, but kind of ran out of time. That ran a little bit longer than I thought, and I uh, thought I would, you know, go ahead and, and and give this its own episode where I break out uh, game by game how I feel about each line and over unders and all that good stuff. Um, I haven't done this in a couple weeks. Largely due to traveling and just being generally displaced in life. So looking to get back into this more regularly. After all, betting on games is like the, one of the most fun things you can do on Sunday. As part of the, the great part about the NFL season. So instead of making picks today, like official picks, I'm just going to get my thoughts out there because I realize that I feel best and the eye test works the best in general Sunday mornings or day of the game they don't work great when I'm reaching for picks three or four days in advance there's a a lot that goes into it and I want to collect as much information as possible I like making making picks and and bets day of so we'll start with the Thursday night game this game I guess I will make picks for just because uh, it is upon us right now but for for Sunday and Monday I'll just you know give give general thoughts about it Um, the other thing here I haven't looked at any of these lines or even really matchups pretty much at all going into this. So this is like, as I'm reading off the lines and stuff, it's all news to me. We've got Thursday night football, the Colts at the Denver Broncos, the Colts are plus three. They will likely be without Jonathan Taylor. The Broncos are giving three points at home, a generally tough environment and over under of 42 points. It feels like, playoff game if either of these two teams will be playoffs, it's it's make or break for both these teams. The Colts can't start one three and one and the Broncos moving to two and three would be pretty ugly for them in that division. So both of these teams have to have that game. And I just as much as I don't like what I've seen from either of these teams this year, I at least like what I've seen from the Broncos a little bit better. I think it's been that bad for the Colts. So, you know, I don't feel great taking, you know, the the Broncos giving, giving three points here, but um, it's a tough environment. It's a short week. The Colts will be without their best player. Um, and, you know, I think both teams are treating it like a playoff game. And with that in mind, I, I just... I I trust the Broncos a little bit more right now. So I like the, I like Broncos minus three, obviously don't love it. I don't know how anyone could love either side of this game, the over under of 42. I mean, there's nothing that gives the impression that either of these teams will produce enough on offense to, to go over in this game, which kind of gives me some, some thoughts that it'll go over because it makes absolutely no sense. Um, You know, I think what's something to consider for the Broncos is that this will be their first game without Javante Williams, and they will be relying on their run game less and and likely airing it out more. And you could probably say the same for the Colts if they're without Jonathan Taylor, likely going to the air more. And that is generally a quicker way to score points, although it may not be the most efficient use of time for either of these offenses, considering what their passing attacks have looked like. So I'm going to take the over because of the two running back injuries and the fact that it kind of feels like each of these two teams are, are due to score some points. And, you know, maybe there's some Thursday night slop that goes into it that results with some points. But I like Denver minus three. Those are my picks there. Moving on to London. Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m. Eastern. It is technically a Packers home game. They will be hosting the Giants, albeit on a neutral field. Packers are giving eight points. They are minus eight. Over under is a dismal 40 and a half. And, you know, this just feels like the perfect game um, for for the Giants to let down. I think they've they've gotten plenty of wins recently. You know, three through four weeks is definitely more than people expected. And, um, you know, they're they're not they're not a team that's going to be four and one, and I don't really think they can keep this close. They just don't have the talent to keep it close. The Packers coming off of a game that was pretty trappy for them, and they snuck away with a win. I don't think they're going to be taking the Giants lightly after maybe taking the Patriots a little too lightly with with their third, second, and third string quarterbacks last week. Over under forty and a half. This is an under. It's, it's a low point total, and low point totals are always so tricky because you want to take the over, but you know neither of these teams are throwing the ball much at all. They're running so much, and there's a reason why it's this low. Both defenses look pretty good. I like the the Packers and the under. I think they win something like you 23-10, know, something like that. Off the top of my head, I think that's where this game goes. Moving on to the 1 o'clock games. We have the Tennessee Titans are going to Washington. I have personally backed the Commanders each of the last two weeks. They got absolutely smoked by the Cowboys last week. And two weeks ago, smoked by the Eagles. So two division opponents on the road just got their butts handed to them. And they look like one of the worst teams in the league. It's going to take a lot for me to not go back to them in the spot. The Titans coming off of two consecutive wins um, and are going to what looks like the worst team in the league, but only only minus two and a half. It, just, this is ugly. This is ugly. Over under 42 and a half. Um, oh boy, I want to do it again with the Commanders. I don't think the Titans are good. I've I've held firm on that since day one. So to, to rattle off three straight wins and go three and two, no matter who it's against is something that I'm not sure they're capable of. And although the commanders look like they are on their way to a one and 16 season, they're going to sprinkle in some wins along the way. They'll get to four or five. And this again, feels like another spot where it is. I won't be betting it because the commanders are kind of dead to me right now. And even my friends and I have decided that we're leaving the commanders out of our parlays from now on, but again, just feels like a, a, a good spot for them to keep it close and and you know eke out a win. Um, those those are my early thoughts here. And I would lean toward the over of this game because the commanders play no defense at all. And if I like them to win and they're letting up points to everyone, that means they're gonna have to score too. So the over under is forty two and a half. I do like the over a pretty good amount in that game. Next up we have the Seattle Seahawks going to New Orleans. The New Orleans Saints are giving five and a half points and over under of 46. This is actually one of my favorite games early on that I'm looking at that I I feel good will be in the parlay. And that's the Saints. Um, The Seahawks are not good. I don't believe that this offense is sustainable with Geno Smith as the quarterback. Their defense looks horrible. Their offensive line is still terrible. And the Saints, albeit... I don't think are good at all. And I made that very clear from day one. They're they're not a good team. They are due for a win. That's the reality of it. Three straight losses. They look really bad. Um, they're, they're, they're still playing decent, decently good defense. I would imagine their defense is average to above average in pretty much every category. Um, this feels like a spot at home where they get right, take care of business and win a game pretty handily. The Seahawks are coming off of a, Wild 48-point thriller. Um, it just feels like a good spot for a bad team to let down pretty aggressively. And I think the fact that the Saints are minus 5.5 and, and it's not, you know, minus 2.5 for a team that's, you know, appears to be going the opposite direction of their opponent, um, I think says a lot. So I like the Saints a lot, minus 5.5. I'm curious where this line will end up on Sunday, but for now, I like the Saints. Next up, we have the Detroit Lions going to New England. The Lions will be plus three. I don't know if the Patriots have announced a, a starter yet for that game. I'm looking up to see if Mac Jones is healthy right now. Week five. He's throwing out practice. You know what? I I, I, I kind of get the feeling that he plays. I feel like he, he feels like he needs to prove a point constantly that he's, like, not a, a terrible quarterback and just this total... Uh, you know, slapped compared to, to Brady, who he's trying to fill in for. So, you know, I, I commend him for that. But I feel like he's going to push his limits and, and thrust himself into a game. Uh, a, he's probably a little intimidated and insecure about the fact that Bailey Zappi looked identical to how he looks on it on any given week. So I bet you he plays. I'm not really sure what that means. But if the Lions can't stop anyone on defense, I don't know how they're going to stop a team, uh, you know, on the road. Ah uh, man. you know I'm kind of now the more I think about it, I'm kind of talking myself into the Lions here. It just feels like a game that everyone assumes the Patriots are going to take care of because of the Lions just getting absolutely embarrassed on the defensive side of the ball the past two weeks. Um, I actually really like the Lions getting three points on the road here. I do. I think they're just a better team all around, and I think Dan Campbell gets them up for for road games. He's not the type of coach to have his team come out flat. I think this is a good spot for them to get right, and I still think the Patriots are really, really toward the bottom of the league. And I think the Lions are much more toward the middle. And I think the the records even out a little bit to to what you know I I I predict for them early on. I think the Patriots are probably due for a loss, and the Lions due for a win. So I like the Lions here plus three early on. Uh, could be could be a money line pick. Moving on to the Chargers going to Cleveland. This is an interesting one. Both of them also desperately need this. The Chargers coming off of a win, although not the prettiest win of all time, and then two consecutive losses before that. And then the Browns are coming off of a ugly win, uh, sorry, ugly loss in in Atlanta. And you know now they're they've so they they had the easiest schedule by far through four weeks: Panthers, Jets, Steelers, Falcons, and to come out of that two and two, um, it is not great by any means. Um, They need this game and it's a tough place for a cushy LA team to go to for a one o'clock game. Um, The Chargers also need this game. There's going to be a lot of desperation in the air in this game. And my gut tells me the team that I've always thought was better all along the Chargers will prevail. But the over under a 47 and a half. The under, I really do like, I think this is, this is an ugly game. Last year, they played a wild game uh, in, in LA. I think the final score was 47, 42. Um, That, that won't happen again. I think it's going to be like, that was the LA version of this matchup. This will be the Cleveland version of this matchup where it's just a slop fest. I do like the, the chargers to come out on top and yeah, anytime it's minus two and a half, If you feel good about a team winning, probably just take, you know, take the minus two and a half because, you know, rarely are 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 games won with within a field goal. Yeah, not I don't know if that's rarely is not the right way to describe that. But if you feel good about a team winning, feel good about them winning by by three or more. That's that's basically nothing. Um, Real quick, going back to Seahawks and Saints over under. um, I like the over there. Um, And then Lions and Patriots also also like the over in that game. Um so that's three consecutive overs that I like after a couple oh that's actually four consecutive overs that I like so I got to even this out with some unders um Okay, I'll, I'll I'll go through this again and and just clarify you know what I'm feeling early on because I I, I want to keep track of this stuff. I don't like taking you know seventy five percent overs or seventy five percent unders because on any given week it's going to be 50-50. So I need to go back and, and think about that more clearly. Moving on to Atlanta at Tampa. Uh, Atlanta coming off a nice win at home against the Browns. The Bucks just got embarrassed on Sunday night at home against the Chiefs. They'll probably get right here. It's a good spot to take the nine points that they're getting. The Bucs are minus nine. It's a good spot for them. Um both these teams are are still playing pretty well on defense. You know, you could throw away that game against the Chiefs for for the Bucks. Um I I I think this is an under. I feel good about that and I like the Bucs to to get right here. Falcons are probably due for a letdown after a nice win. They'll be they'll be back and forth. All season, um, this is this is a bad spot for them, and it's a good spot for the Bucks to get right. So they'll get, they'll get to three and two. Falcons will get to two and three. All will be right with the world, and the Bucks should cover those nine points. Houston Texans are going to Jacksonville. The Texans are getting seven points. The Jaguars are minus seven over under forty three and a half. The Jaguars are coming off of an ugly loss. That you know, I feel confident. You can just kind of chuck out the window. Texans are playing every team tough, but can't get a win. And I don't think this is the spot. I think, you know, I I, I wouldn't hate the idea of, of taking the points, but I like the Jaguars to win this game. They're a much better team. The Texans will start winning games eventually. I don't think this is the spot for them on the road at a division opponent coming off of a loss that is clearly better for them. That is a division contender a division winning contender in the Jaguars. I don't think that that makes for a good recipe for the Texans. Um, so this is not the spot for them. Although if you took the seven points, I wouldn't fault you. And then for the over under, I lean under. Um, yeah. The Texans are playing pretty tight defense and so are the Jaguars. I, I lean under in that game, the 43 and a half apologies. If you can hear my dog in the background. One o'clock, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers getting a whopping 14 points going up to Buffalo, who is minus 14 over under a 46 and a half. This has all the makings of a Bills blowout. And I don't see Tomlin letting that happen. I think he's going to make life very easy for his quarterback. He's going to give him very high percentage completions early on. Lean on Najee. Get first downs slow this game down. You know, when when Pickett came into the game, he had all this adrenaline. There was adrenaline in the atmosphere and it bit them. It led to a three interception half. That's not going to be the strategy going into this game. It's going to be lean on Deontay Johnson, lean on Najee, lean on Fryermuth. Muth. If, if long shots to Pickens are there, take it. If not, get your first downs, get points on the board, try to try to slow the game down and the defense, which is a veteran defense, is going to go into the game knowing they have to do whatever they can on defense to slow the bills down and they likely will. I actually really like the the Steelers covering 14 points there. Over under of 46 and a half, right in the middle of, of where over unders are typically set. Um lean under for for those reasons. I think they slow the game down. I think Tomlin, you know, he, he knows that this can't turn into a shootout. They'll never win it. Next up we got an interesting one. The Miami Dolphins are going to the New York Jets without Tua Tungavailoa. They will have Teddy Bridgewater at uh, uh, getting, sorry, giving three points. The the Dolphins are three point road favorites. The Jets are getting three points at home. Over under forty six. And I don't know if this is just Homer and me. I I love the Jets in the spot. I think. McDaniel will do a nice job scheming what he can for Bridgewater. I think the Jets, Jets are either, it's going two ways. Jets make a statement and win in in like controlling, confident fashion by a score of like, you know, 2720, something like that, or they get blown out getting their their doors blown off is not out of the question here by the dolphins it it, it has the makings of a letdown game um i i am starting to think this team is a little different than they were the past couple of years uh but traditionally this is a letdown game for the jets after coming off an emotional win and the dolphins are just a better team all around um and and i think mcdaniel is smart enough to give bridgewater uh, a a real shot at winning this game pretty comfortably so you yeah, know i think this game is either going 27 20, Jets win or 30 to 13 Dolphins win. Those, those are the two options. I, I've le- my, my gut tells me take the Jets side of it and, and take the over because I think the Dolphins are putting up points no matter what um, just because McDaniel is that good. And I think the Jets offense is pretty sustainable right now. It looks healthy and, and balanced and I just like what they're doing. So um, right now I'm taking Jets in the over. That can certainly change. Next up, another one o'clock game. We have the Bears getting seven points, going to Minnesota, over under of forty four points. This is a spot for the Vikings to to you know kind of shape some stuff up, get back from London, recuperate a little bit, and just beat the crap out of a division opponent at home. A division opponent who stinks. You know the the Vikings rarely blow teams out. When they do it, is at one o'clock on Sunday. So I like that. Um, I right now I like the the seven, you know, covering minus seven and depending, depending if the Bears can do anything on offense, um, you know, this, this game could, could likely be under just because the, the Bears offense is is that stale right now. So I like the Vikings to get right and, and you know, really uh, make a statement in the NFC that although they've been ugly at times this year, they're, they're, they're one of the top teams um, to, to be on notice as a contender in the NFC. Starting the four four o'clocks, the 49ers are getting six and a half points, going to Carolina. This is a weird spot. Uh, 49ers will be on a short week playing Monday Night Football. Emotional win at home against the reigning Super Bowl champs, the Rams, the Panthers, getting six and a half points at home, coming off of an ugly loss to the Cardinals. Um, I lean toward the Panthers for the short week reason. I don't think they win, but I like the fact that they're getting just about a full, you know, more than a full touchdown. They're getting six and a half points over under of 39 points is disgusting. I mean, the, the 49ers are letting up like nine points a game, literally. It's just insane what they're doing right now on defense. And there's no reason to think that Baker is going to break that streak. This game has, you know, 17, 13 49ers win written all over it. So I like the Panthers with the points, but you got to take the under here. Next up, we have an interesting one. The Eagles are going to the Cardinals. Eagles minus five and a half. Um, As much as I hate the Cardinals in general this year and love what the Eagles are doing, this feels like a good spot for the Eagles to get their first loss on the year. Um, A long way to travel. Long way to travel. Um, 4-0 and start. Cardinals are desperate. I think this is probably the last bright moment that the Cardinals have on the year before their season fully goes in the wrong direction over under a 49. I could see this game getting kind of wacky and out of hand and going way over. I I like the Cardinals early on to to win this game and and for this game to go way over it, it, you know, a very palatable, understandable loss for the Eagles on the road going to, you know, a, a playoff contender, um, across the country far across the country um, good good spot good spot for the Cardinals to be to, to win this game and pull off an upset this could be a money line pick an underdog money line um, and I like the over there the Cowboys are going to LA Cowboys getting five and a half points have not announced yet if who their quarterback will be the Rams at minus five and a half um, you know Law of averages, if if this is a Cooper Rush start, you you gotta love the Rams and I think it will be. Um, this line could change. If if Prescott is announced the quarterback, maybe it stays at around five and a half if it remains Cooper Rush. Either way, Cooper Rush is due for an implosion. This is actually a great spot for the Rams at home coming off a loss. I, I think they cover the five and a half. That would be what my instinct tells me right now. They they gotta win some games, they gotta start playing better. And, you know, if um you know they they should be creative enough on offense McVay should be creative enough to not let parson's just ruin this game for them so i like i like the rams early on here um and i just don't think the cowboys will be able to to keep up especially if cooper rush is the quarterback they just too many games with with a lifetime backup i don't even really know much about his his background but he's he's not an nfl starter so yeah I'll lean toward the under there as well Bengals are going to Ravens on Sunday night. Ooh, this is fun. This is a good one. Ravens minus three. I actually like the Ravens to kind of take it to the Bengals. Um, they won't blow them out, but I think it'll be in convincing fashion. The Bengals do have the benefit of a mini by playing last Thursday, but the Ravens are minus three over under 48 and a half. It'll probably be chilly AFC North conditions. And I think that just bodes really well for the Ravens at home coming off a, a, a tough loss to the bills. The, the, Uh, Bengals have won two straight games. I don't think they're very good. They're probably due for a loss here. I like the Ravens a lot, actually. So the Ravens at minus three will be my pick. I think they're all around a better team at home, um, and will want to. You know, they're going to be making a statement in this division. um, And you know, the the two games last year that just got totally out of hand for the Ravens. This is a different team. They're not they're not perfect, but this is a better team than they were last year. Over under forty eight and a half. Could go either way on this one. I think it'll be right around the number. Not too hot of a take, but um I would lean under. Seeing something like 28-20 uh, would be my, my guess. So that's right on the number, but a little bit under. And I think that the Bengals win pretty convincingly. And then last but not least, Monday, October 10th. That's this week, right? Yep. We have the Raiders getting seven points on the road, going to the big, bad Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I don't know about this one. I, I kind of like the Raiders to cover. They're playing better. Chiefs coming off an emotional win. Another primetime game for them. Over under 51. I like Raiders in the under. I'll, I'll maybe tweet out something about that a little bit more definitive. Um, You know, as we get closer to Monday, that game feels like a far way away. So let me just recap real quick. I like the Broncos and the over. Tomorrow, uh, if you're listening to this, probably Thursday, Thursday night. Uh, Broncos minus three, over 42. And then the rest of these, I'm not quite picking. I'll just tell you where my my initial lean is. I like the Packers minus eight and the under of 40 and a half. I like the Commanders plus two and a half and the over 42 and a half. Saints minus five and a half and the over of 46. That That could go either way. I don't feel great about that over under. Lions, money line, but but plus three and the over 46.5. Chargers, minus two and a half and the under 47.5. Bucks, minus nine, over 48. Sorry, sorry, Bucks minus nine, under 48. Texans, plus seven. If I, you know, gun to my head, had to make a pick there, I would take the points, although I'm confident the Jaguars will win. And I think that game stays under. Steelers plus 14, I love under 46 and a half. Jets plus three over 46, I like. Vikings minus seven under 44. Panthers plus six and a half under 39. Cardinals plus five and a half, potentially money line over 49. Rams minus five and a half under 43. Ravens minus three under 48 and a half. Raiders plus seven under 51. So actually there are a good amount of unders there, but I, 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 I'm, I'm liking this slate. I feel good about hitting the parlay. I will tweet that out uh, Sunday morning. So follow me on Twitter at Dono podcast, D-O-N-O podcast. I am one for four on the year with these parlays. Again, they're like 16 to one. So I'm not expecting to hit them every week. I'm expecting to hit at least uh, you know, five to six, about a third of the time is my goal. So I'm a little bit behind schedule. Um. Actually, right around a quarter is what I typically. Between a quarter and and you know thirty percent, is right around where I hover every year. I believe I hit six last year, but that was my best. Typically, around four or five a year. So I'm at twenty five percent right now. Would love to to bump that up and get to uh, two out of five and get to um, get to forty percent, and then you know then from there it's you know I'm cruising. So uh, I'll keep you all updated. If you have takes for me, anything you like, disagree with, let me know. Official picks will be made Sunday morning. Thanks for listening. Subscribe, rate, review. See you guys soon. Baseball playoff picks coming out soon. This is the eye test. You know we better than the rest. We keep it real. We never lie. From the gridiron to diamond, talking nets, Jets, and Bets. It's the eye test. Yeah, we'll play a little Monday morning QB. Who we picking for tonight? You'll just have to wait and see. We got the covers over unders and the fumblers and runners. All you need is right here. The eye test is where the This is the eye test. You know we better than the rest. We keep it real, we never lying from the grid I to diamond talking, let jets and vets, it's the eye test This is the eye test, you know we better than the rest We keep it real, we never lying from the grid I to diamond talking, let jets and vets, it's the eye test